Should we do this? Sure. All right. Let's bound. Let's rebound. <laughs> and then bound again. Let's bound again. Is, is this the show? <laughs> <laughs> this is the show. So, so you guys were at the um, thing, yes? Yeah, they they tried to throw us out. It didn't work. Yeah. Hello, I'm Lex Friedman. <laughs> we don't do that on this show. Uh, it's it's seamless. That is that is. We don't do it, we don't do Lex Friedman jokes. <laughs> that's that's like our bread and butter right now. Also, yeah, I was gonna say you, that's. Not do true. you have a guy English? Do you want to pull out a guy English? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I was there. Well, the the thing. The... I'm not sure. Oh, Actually, I Just... need to pause it. I need to be like, yeah, I went to the keynote. <laughs> Poor, oh, yeah. We're going to make fun of everybody who's not here because they're the only people who listen to the show. Oh, hello. I'm Dan Morin. I went to the... I got... I'm a, a novelist. Oh. That is, that is terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were at the show. It was, um, it was pretty packed. They shoved really everybody into one auditorium because they got everybody in to the, that, that yeah. one... 5, yeah, seats. which is like a first, or at least you know, in the in the modern, in the modern era, era. Yeah, because well, you can't fit that many people in Moscone. No, like, you can't. Right. You Fire can't. Code. And this felt like uh, I, I when I got down to the floor, they set the press on the floor of of the. It felt like it was Apple Arena. <laughs> it's like I wanted the I wanted the music at Power Forward. <laughs> Timothy Cook. It was like that where it was. Um, because the, then the stands, you know, essentially behind us were all the way around, and it did it did feel like we were it's, at a it's weird basketball because... game or a graduation ceremony or yeah. something like that. <laughs> well, yeah, my graduation ceremony was like a it would have been like five people in the middle of yeah. that whole arena. You know, one of the fancy ones that you see on TV. Yeah, yeah, those are I'm sure those are real. Uh, it's hmm. weird because there it was really empty when we came in. So you look at all those seats, and it's like okay, there's like a lot of seats up there. But I think you don't realize until you see all the developers and everybody filter in. You're like, wow, there are a crap ton of people up there. <laughs> Um, because uh, our our good friend Paul Cavassas was up in the nosebleed seats, and he's we he found out later there was about I think about two thousand people on the floor and about three thousand in in the uh, the wow. mezzanine. Um, yeah, all the of show, them. I mean the 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 event is five thousand people, right? Yeah, the or, WWE is it five thousand or fifty five hundred something? It's like something that. like that. But then yeah. you have press, yeah. and then I also assume right. they build in some like not everybody's going to come to the keynote. Sure, but I mean they they had uh, they had the capacity for it, and that was that was impressive, and it was a very different layout than they had uh, in September for the iPhone launch. It event. felt like a totally different space, even though yeah. it's in the same building. So because they built they built all these kind of wild things down on the on the bottom floor for um, hands on rooms and stuff like that that they didn't mm-hmm. do this time. This was much more arena like. Well, there really wasn't much to hands on. <laughs> no software <laughs> concepts APIs. Really they don't want to hands on too much on software on these things. Hands on that's... Eddie Q. Yeah. <laughs> he did I, dance. Well, are you kidding? I can't keep my hands off Eddie Q. <laughs> getting, getting handsy with Eddie Q. Uh, that's his new podcast, which will not be on our network. Uh, yeah, he he did dance at least, so that was good. Uh, they did a good job with the. Um, they had a, a really good group of presenters. I think for the most part, they did yeah. a much better diversity job. Than they've done. Yeah, oh yeah, way better in the past. And I think they do a nice job of like, you know, dealing with that that like walking the line between we're going to have a diverse representative group of people and also making sure that the people who they bring up are like these are the people involved with these products. Right. right? We're not like searching high and low yeah. to find people to meet our quotas. I mean that right. that's the that's the thing that you get concerned about is that it's artificial. That it's like hey. I know this is going to sound terrible, but that's what I'm trying to do here. It's like, hey, anybody, is there a black guy working at Apple? Can we get him on <laughs> yeah, stage? Right. And yeah. it's like, that is, they could do that, and that would say nothing about it. But these people all seem to be people who totally know and love and 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 are involved in the, the creation or the yeah. marketing of these products. I pre- and last year's, last year's was kind of a debacle toward the end. Oh, yeah. Right? Because that was when they introduced Apple Music. And, mm-hmm. um, and Eddie danced. And uh, Oh, how he danced. Jim- Eddie danced. They had um, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnny Iovine. What's his oh, name? Oh, Jimmy Iovine. Yeah. Jimmy Iovine came out and he kind of rambled for a while. Yeah. Oh, and God. then they had Drake. Drake. Had Drake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Drake and and, and I, I still I'm still in the the feeling of I thought Drake was very like I thought he was perfectly good at he presented himself very well. He just they 
what they told him to say was insane. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. he just like he was misused. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think he's a and a he came on guy, after but... Eddie and I am. Yeah, yeah, so, so we were getting tired. Knives, so you're knives already were like <laughs> the knives. <laughs> like, the knives okay, are definitely out. Wrap it up. Somebody said that on the stream they they were like, well, at least Eddie Q didn't dance. And I can tell you as he a wit, as an eyewitness, yeah. he absolutely did, he did dance. dance. He did a little shuffle yeah. on back coming back on the stage. At the but he was not. I mean, watching the stream, he was not the focus. Exactly. So like that was that was a big pullback shot so you could see him there dancing but it wasn't like you know i i apologize and, sorry go ahead yeah no it's just like he was not the he was not front and center for right. the uh, the dance portion well, he, he wasn't front and center for a lot of the apple music stuff i feel like you know they brought out um i'm gonna i apologize for mispronouncing her name but bazoma st yeah. john is yeah. that her name yeah she was great i thought she was fantastic yeah, she was she was fantastic. they clearly gave her a shtick and i think that the shtick was good because it didn't seem to be like trying too hard. It just felt like, you know, this is kind of who she is, and like she's just doing her thing up there. And yes, yeah. the developers well, aren't yeah, necessarily I mean, going to be responsive to that, but like that's part of the joke, right? Right, like, right, right. Right. It I was mean, a little meta. That, if you call that a shtick, that's really who she is. Yeah, though, right, right. Right. I mean, that's not like they didn't yeah. say go up there and. <laughs> I, th- I think I saw some people like somebody. judging it as like, oh, she's trying to get the developers involved, and it's like, no, she's making a joke about how she's not going to get the developers involved. Right. <laughs> right. You got to look at the second layer to that. But uh, but she was she was fun and and seemed genuine and enthusiastic and yeah. is a new face, which is great. Yeah, and and so especially. I, 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 we, we've discussed problems with Eddie in the past, and I think Eddie is good <laughs> at some things, and I'm not even sure that presenting is really one of them. No, um, he was okay. He was fine, but mm-hmm. like, he was, yeah, I mean, he was at least reserved this time. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I don't, I think there are more, more effective. Pre- Craig is a much more effective presenter. Craig is amazing. Um, he really. They is. didn't have Phil up there because uh, he does much more hardware stuff. Yeah, but hardware Phil's stuff, Phil's yeah. solid. You Phil's know? pretty good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I felt like they had, despite what Lex said, <laughs> that guy, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I think Phil's good. I think, uh, I think Jaws is pretty good. Yeah. I like Jaws. So they, yeah. they have a good, they have a deep bench and like, that's just like the, the high, you know, exec level, right? Like when you get down to the actual like marketing and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the people who are actually working on these projects. Well, there was, there was the woman who, who, uh, did the Apple watch demo, right. And she did the, I'm going to scroll down and check off this from my reminders list of my bucket list, <laughs> yeah, bucket of, list. Of, of presenting at WWDC. And I liked that, but I also liked, you know, the idea that, um, this is her first time, right? I mean, yeah. she's obviously been through training as a lot of these first time presenters have, but this is how you get people to be better on stage. We all remember how nervous Craig Federighi was on the stage the hand. first time, and now he kind of owns the stage. So part yeah. of this is also just getting these people out there now because maybe they will come back and they will have another uh, keynote under their belt. So they'll do better and we'll be more familiar with them as kind of characters, yeah, which I think exactly. is a real thing that happens with yep. keynotes is you get to, mm-hmm. like Craig Federighi, you're like, oh, yay, it's Craig Federighi. He's going to make some wacky jokes. <laughs> it's going to have stuff about hair. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, um, speaking of dad jokes and hair, um, uh, let's, let's take a little break while we're, while we're on that particular topic. Um, oh my God, that was a segue. You're a master. <laughs> I learned from Lex. I learned from the best. Because <laughs> I'm here to talk to you today about Harry's. A Harry's shaving set will make the perfect Father's Day gift. It looks cool. It feels special and something that dad will actually use. Uh, dad dads can be impossible to shop for i know this firsthand i mean if you couldn't imagine you can't even imagine the number of things that i've tried to get my dad over the years at one point i got him a navy surplus bomb because (laughs) i had no idea what else to get him Um, we had extras (laughs) (laughs) yeah um you don't want to get another tie or a pair of socks he's never going to wear but you also don't want to get something really practical that doesn't feel special enough to be a gift. And thankfully, Harry's has got you covered uh, because we got these uh, these Father's Day kits, and they are so nice. Oh, yeah. They are super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the The blades are fantastic. The handles are amazing. And then they have this this cool metal little stand that you put the the handle into. I love the um, stand. Just- the stand is awesome. My Harry's razor, razor used to lay down like a dog. It yeah. was so yeah. sad, and now it stands <laughs> proudly like a monument. So uh, while supplies last, Harry's is offering a special limited edition shave set for Father's Day. Get one for Dad and get one for yourself, too. Why not? You deserve it. You'll smell like a million bucks. 
The uh, limited edition Father's Day shave set, say that 10 times fast, includes a matte black razor handle, a chrome razor stand, as we discussed, Harry's moisturizing foam shave gel, three of Harry's handcrafted blade cartridges, and a travel cover, all for not $175, no, $40. Plus, it comes in a sleek, giftable box with the option to add custom engraving Mm. and a personalized card. Mm. Harry's also offers shave sets at different price points, starting at $15. Just just go to Harry's. Just stop. I mean, you can pause the podcast and just go to Harry's. <laughs> and um, if, you don't, if you're not happy with it, full refund. Uh, they're $2 a blade or less, half the price of the leading brand. If you're not happy just... with us, you don't have to come back either. So you can just pause the podcast, <laughs> go buy razors. No, no, no harm, no foul. So anyway, harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Go to that site, and Harry's will give you $5 off your first purchase with promo code REBOUND. That's REBOUND as in the name of the show. And we thank Harry's for sponsoring us. Thank you. John, what what was the highlight for you watching at home? Did you have a – was there something that you – you know, did you stand up from the couch? Did you have a, like, <laughs> yes moment, like, where you – As a matter of fact, I did. Oh, I wow. did tell have me, a yes moment. More. So uh, when they were – it was funny because when they were doing the, the watch stuff um, – the 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 presentation of the speed improvements was all was simulated mm. at least the first the first one <laughs> mm-hmm. and and everybody applauded like oh yay it's going to be faster which is great it is you know great that if it is going to be faster but it was like it this is this is like this is a little movie they made this is not they're not actually running the simu- running it on the, a watch the, the right acting now. Was they great, did do though. it the production value they did do acting. it later so I, so i made a i made a snarky comment about that um, and then immediately after that, they showed how the side button will now be used as a dock mm-hmm. uh, instead of uh, for your friends. And so immediately after that, I was very excited. Goodbye, friends. So, yes. <laughs> no so more friends. friends. Friends like I have friends. Uh, <laughs> I have apps is what that's I have. Right. Apps, the apps, apps are, are my friends. Apps are your friends. <laughs> uh, you know, I think that that i'm i'm writing a, a story right now about like sort of going through the you know because there are four things here so why not rank them uh and i of the things that i'm most excited to go out and use the apple i think the watch os3 may be number one. Oh yeah it's, and yeah. it's just because yeah, definitely it turns the it really even watch os2 where we like oh native apps like that's great that should, maybe they'll fix some of the problems and it didn't nope. I'm very and now I'm and now I'm like skeptical, right? Like I'm I'm ready to be bitten again because all the stuff that they show you with like you said simulations, like there's I know. no way it could be that good, right? But <laughs> I, I to be fair, WatchOS two it was really like WatchOS one point one, right? They they it was it yeah. was released it was announced two months after the watch shipped. Yeah. I mean it was it was really like a a minor we didn't have time to fix this. Yeah, minor yeah. stuff that we shipped. This is the first real new take on it, and as a result, the difference between. Uh, this and uh, the previous version is way bigger than the Mac or iOS. Um, I guess the only exception there would be tvOS, but it's funny. tvOS, they seem to be taking a real different tack. It's like much more iterative. I think, again, mm-hmm. because they shipped it before it was ready and were like, oh, crap, let's uh, keep shoveling things in over the course of the well, year. They also had several generations of the Apple TV before that, and it doesn't. it's not a huge departure from those, You know, it, much like in the way that you can mm-hmm. look at macOS and say, like, okay, I can look back at macOS from the original, you know, from 1984, and it's like there are recognizable elements in macOS. You can look at TVOS draw today and be like, yeah, it kind of looks like the old TVS. Yeah. Just, it's, it's improved, but it's that's, still the same fair, idea. Yeah. Whereas but the watch, watch is totally new, totally. and they had no idea how anybody was going to use it nope so like and they got some things wrong yeah they got a lot of things wrong but it looks like they're you know they're moving to correct that rather than yeah. rather than just saying like no you guys are all using the watch we're wrong you're wearing it wrong with, we're sticking with the button we're providing you all with 10 new friends <laughs> yeah they're being added automatically four of them are you too <laughs> they will yeah oh, Bono's, another, Bono another sends me his heartbeat every day it's the worst uh so you know getting rid of that button making bruce this, sewell yeah. <laughs> how weird was that there was like a sick bruce sewell burn i know that was the, awesome presentation i laughed i thought that was funny was it was craig right yeah. he goes goes into his goes into his he messages and like, mail messages he's, yeah. he's he's caught up on all of them but he's got like 600 plus unread from bruce sewell <laughs> that's a deep Why? cut right there that's <laughs> i heard people behind us explaining that like oh that's the lawyer like, mm. <laughs> like okay this is a weird this is a weird situation to be in 
Um, yeah. but, the, but, it, but it was interesting. I mean, it was interesting how many high points they hit in the watch, um, mm-hmm. watch 3.0. I mean, it's stuff that we've talked about uh, ad nauseum on this podcast. And, and they really, you know, they rethought a lot of things and were, were willing to say, you know what, you're right. This, this <laughs> particular, I'm going to, you know, keep talking about the button, but this button doesn't, is useless, is mostly useless and it's a waste of, hardware to have it designated for that one thing well and i guess what i'm sitting here wondering is you know as far as going and and using this watch now forward um it 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 remains to be seen whether what the what the trade-offs are um so Mm -hmm. for example yes your apps will launch and they'll refresh in the background and all that stuff's great but a how do you make how are you making it launch faster Without you're not making hardware improvements. The watch is not physically faster than it was yesterday, but you're making stuff launch faster. Okay, you're doing stuff in software. You're preloading your background app refreshing, etc. Where is the cost? Because right. my initial thought is battery life's gonna mm-hmm. suck. Mm-hmm. Like, and you gotta, it's gotta be spending some some cycle somewhere updating all this information. And if you're, I mean, maybe getting on using the like Wi-Fi independently, you can suck down more stuff without being as Power intensive. I don't know. I the it's not terrible because the watch for me rarely runs out of battery. Right. Unless they may I have, don't charge it every they night. They may have realized that they have some battery to give. I think they do because I I by the end of the night a uh, day I'm down to like I don't know. Yeah. 50, well, that's 60. my. Yeah, that's my experience too. However, my wife who has the smaller size has recent very recently been running out of battery like hmm. um around dinner time. Wow. She should yeah, stop so sending you so many taken... digital scribbles. I think that's what's doing it. <laughs> she's actually taken. Oh, and by yeah, digital scribbles. She was pretty. She thought that was pretty. The cool. right handwriting um, on the watch. Yeah, yeah. Google yeah. showed that like a month ago, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna bet on this being on the <laughs> yeah. Apple Watch in the but, next version. And I would have bet that Apple wouldn't do the other thing Google did, which is you could also type on a very tiny keyboard. <laughs> and it's like, know. nope, <laughs> no. It's a one-letter keyboard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Two letters N O. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, so anyway, so she's, she's taken to like charging it in the middle of the day. Wow. Well, that, that, that is the problem here. So I I don't know, maybe they've optimized it too. I mean, maybe they, they've got some battery life back by fixing other things in other parts of the software over the course of the last year. Cause it really is their second cut at this. They, they, you know, they've been doing some bug fix and security updates as they go, but this is really like the second full blown, uh, release. So maybe they have figured out ways to save pa- battery in other in other places, or maybe they look at your battery status and uh, you know reduce the background stuff if you're running out of battery. I don't know. Or maybe it's an option. Maybe they you know let you turn it off. Yeah. I, yeah. Or maybe it lasts 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this watch is amazing. I'm updating all my. Okay, I got to. This is this is my one p.m. watch. That's why, yes, well, you four different watches. <laughs> Mid-morning watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four different watches all on. I wear them all at the same time, though. And then mm-hmm. I just shuffle, like, which one I'm using at mm-hmm. any given moment. Up, up and down your arm. And I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, you need an excuse for all those different watch bands you're buying. That's true. Um, Yesterday, Mike Hurley told me that he didn't, um, he had problems with the uh, writing on the watch because he's left-handed and he wears his watch on his left hand. And I said, Mike, got an easy problem. answer. You already use two iPads. Wear two watches. <laughs> Just left. You got your left watch. You got your right watch. Problem solved. Or you know, switch hands. But that's nope. Maybe that's crazy. <laughs> Apparently, nope. Out of the question. Um, yeah. Uh, the only thing I didn't hear about in there that I would have been a little interested in was they actually, despite talking about Siri everywhere else, they didn't talk about Siri on the watch much, or at all. Right. Oh, that's true. Uh, and I not. have had issues with Siri on the watch being kind of terrible. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious to know if any of the stuff that they're doing. In fact, will it launch instantly <laughs> for once? Uh, yeah. yeah. That'd be nice. Well, they talked about Siri a lot of places, but someone I talked to later on in the day said, you know, I was kind of concerned because they didn't talk about Siri, like, improving the, like, processing, language processing. Right. Uh, that was notably absent. And, you know, they, they seem to roll quietly roll improvements to that because of the back end you know being responsible for it it, sometimes you like oh siri got this thing that it didn't get before or it it learned something new about how i can say something but yeah i mean it's a cloud service so right so there's some stuff they can do transparently it would have been nice if they'd just been like hey we've been improving this all along and now siri queries are much better you know maybe you'll notice but i'm still in the situation where every once in a while i get frustrated with siri and i think 
I should just turn it off and turn it on again and nuke everything that's like stored up about me because it might be better off starting from scratch. Um, that's the it's salty earth, guys. Mm-hmm. Your relationship with Siri is problematic. It's complicated. That's what it says on our Facebook. <laughs> hey, lady, status. I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> it would be great if, if, if Siri was like, all right, I'm deleting myself. And then a new voice appeared and said, hello, I'm Johnny. I'm your new assistant. I'm totally different. It's the Iron Man. It's the Iron Man 3 Avengers yeah, Ultron. Right. And yeah, yeah right. I just replaced Jarvis with Friday. It's yeah. sad. Yeah, I got an I got an Irish lass now. That's fine. I'd be okay with that. Uh, <laughs> um, the watch stuff, I, yeah, I think that's that's tops. I think the TV improvements were modest. And I think the thing with the TVOS is that it's... Uh, the stuff well, that, I would say, the I would single say they're modest on. unless unless yes, right. Single sign on someone who uses that. Which, because I don't the, I don't use it, but I thought, oh my god, people are gonna love it. Well, out. it is fantastic, but the problem as I was saying to Jason earlier is it's it's something where you use it once, hopefully, mm-hmm. right? Like unless you're setting up your Apple TV a whole bunch or setting up a lot of other people's Apple right. TVs, which is also a nice situation. It's great at time savings for that, or it's great when you download a new app that can take advantage of that, but it's it, I mean, it's a something that should have been there from day one, I sure. think, and it's and it's going to be invisible after you do it. Exactly. But but you know, yeah. I I know that. But not having it is a big problem. That's right. And so, yeah. and and Agreed. as we all complained about last fall, sure. when a lot of this was painful, prioritizing the setup experience a little bit to make it not awful is something they need to do because they're selling products and they want people's setup experiences with those products to be good it should be a delight when you get a new iphone it should be a delight when you buy an apple tv and every impediment they put in there uh makes the experience of buying an apple product seem worse so this is yeah it's a feature you might only use once but you're gonna be you know it's removing a a login box every single time you launch a new app and that's great that's that's a huge thing because i was saying I, i set up like an old apple tv for my parents and that I was sitting there going, there's no way that they are going to ever sit here and spend all this time. Like, <laughs> I didn't even want to walk them through that. Like, I said, oh, look how easy this is. Oh, wait, I have to authenticate. Uh, just hold on a second while I pull yep. out my iPhone, type everything in, blah, blah, blah. And they, they you know, they have wandered off at that point, like errant, errant sheep or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, you have to herd them back call, into the room. Like, call come, the back dogs. And, come back and watch HBO. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's that's nice. I think of all the other stuff on there, like dark mode. Okay, that's kind of cool. I wish it switched automatically, or there was an option to do that, like night shift style. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of yeah. nifty. Um, but most of the other stuff in there, the integrations with photos, the home kit stuff. Yeah, it's all right. It's good. It's moving in the right, right. direction. But there's nothing in there that they still. I think part of my frustration with the Apple TV is that Apple still hasn't decided this is a device that is kind of for one thing in a way that most of its other platforms are much more variable like computing devices. Mm -hmm. This is a device about one primary experience. And instead, we're going to make it more like a platform like all of our other devices. And I kind of wish they'd go back to the legacy of the iPod and be like, hey, we made a device that did one thing. And it was really good at that one thing. Like, you wanted that one thing. And it's like, we're very, they're kind of allergic to that concept now. It's like every, this is the problem with the watch. When they got the watch, we were all like, oh my God, the watch does everything. Like, I don't need, you don't even need a phone anymore. I just threw my phone out and I was really upset the next day. Uh, So I kind of wish they'd go back to that with the TV and just sort of embrace the, it's good for TV. It's great for watching stuff. And they, they really are kind of still like apps, games. Woo! Well, well, they did they did at least address a lot of the issues, right? The, the we didn't mention they uh, the new Apple Remote app will emulate the Siri Remote. It sounds like they've got you know support for multiple remotes now, and also support for uh, games to require a controller. It's like uh, explicitly now you mm-hmm. don't have to have. Oh, this game has to work with the Siri remote. Yeah, which you know, holding people back. It's mm-hmm. it's not it's not like a lot of console games are are going to come to this that aren't sort of like the the you know sort of weird uh, remainders. Yeah, right. <laughs> but but still, that was those were all issues people complained about when the thing came out, and then they and they're addressing them with this. So that's good that yeah, they're the, that again, they're doing that. They're moving in the right direction. But as you said, it's very iterative as opposed to the Apple Watch, where they're willing yeah. to throw stuff out and yeah, say right. it doesn't work. Any, you know, this didn't work. Let's try something new. No, they see, yeah. still seem to be in the like. Let's try to patch all the things that were wrong at the beginning with that yeah. product. Well, it seems like I mean over the last you know because of, since 
a couple well, like a week a week ago really because they made that announcement about the app store changes which we haven't had a chance to discuss on this podcast yet but um the theme of the last week has been sort of that they're listening and seems like they're they're making the changes that, a lot of the changes that people have really complained about yeah they they definitely seem to be focusing change, in on the, changes changes to things that people have complained or the, the stuff that we've complained about which is really what's most important. yeah right, right, right that's what i noticed <laughs> well before we talk about mac and ios uh I, I want to talk about something that is not TV, uh, and that is, that is books, which TV used to be called books. Let's just be clear about that. Uh, my question for you is, do you love books? John, do you love books? I do. Great. Do you find you, I can't read. Do you find you've books. never had time to read them? Uh, all the time. Okay. Well, I've got all, a... Uh, none, all the time I have none of the time. Great news for you. Audible.com has the perfect solution. Get audiobooks. Listen to those books you've been meaning to read while you are on the go. This is a podcast. You're listening to stuff right now. You could be listening to a book, which is far more educational than us. So you could go to the gym, <laughs> on your commute, wherever you go, and you have to listen to stuff because you can't you know, sit there and, and watch TV, which is all the time for me. Um, Audible.com provides over 250,000 titles from leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. They've got a free app that works on iPhones, iPads, Android, and Windows Phone, if you're one of the seven people left who have a Windows Phone. <laughs> You can also download and listen on your Kindle Fire, presumably on your Fire Phone, if you're one of the three people left with a Fire Phone, and over 500 MP3 players. Listen, and- listen, those products are totally useless, except as a book reader. Yeah. I mean, so just basically ded- dedicated uh, Audible player, I think. I, why not? I, I, I'm in favor of that. Unlike a streaming or rental service with Audible, you own your books, so you can access your books anytime and anywhere right from your smartphone. They also have the Great Listen Guarantee. If you decide that you don't like the book you chose, even though it's your fault, (laughs) that's fine. Hey, they say no worries. You can exchange any book you aren't happy with for another title anytime, no questions asked, which is pretty darn generous. It's great, in fact. Are they saying that the guarantee is great or that the listen is great? They're saying they guarantee a great listen. That sounds like a great guarantee to me. I think it's fantastic, but they didn't call it fantastic. They said great. Okay. Um, so, you know, and I think what's great about audible.com is if you go on Amazon and you look at your books and they're, you know, hey, I've got this whole long list of books I want to read. It turns out that most of them you can get on audible.com. Um, so, for example, I'm super excited because I just downloaded last night the ebook of a new book called Stiletto, which is the follow up to a book we talked about over on The Incomparable called The Rook. Uh, and they have an audible uh, version of that. So rather than sitting here and reading with my eyes, I could I could listen mm. to the whole audiobook and be doing other productive things while I listen. Uh, although I would probably just end up standing uh, next to the sink with the water on, forgetting to wash dishes because I am so enraptured by mm. this audiobook. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys are, are audiobook listeners and have any favorite titles that you want to recommend off the top of your head. Books are a paper menace that's threatening our nation. Uh, stamp it out. By listening to audiobooks, I say. Well said, Jason. Uh, you got to get that pa- the paper out of your life, and uh, and yeah. So, what what should I recommend? Um, we just read a bunch of books on the incomparable for the that were the Nebula Awards, and I really liked Uprooted by Naomi Novik, uh, fantasy author, and it's fantasy is not usually my speed, but and she wrote famous for writing a series of books about dragons. There are no dragons in Uprooted, although there's a wizard whose name is the dragon, but he's just a dude, and it's a really good book. Uh, 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 I liked it a lot, and it won the uh, it won the Nebula Award for it's Best It's still for Unaudible, too. I it is. Checked. Uh, it absolutely is. John, do you, are you literate? Um, I'm actually, yeah, yeah I, I, I was kidding. I can actually read. Oh, oh um, well, thank God. I'm checking to see. Is there a book near one? you now? Blink twice if there's a book <laughs> no, near the, you now. Don't make any sudden moves. <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the basement. There are no. Okay, good. There are no books here. It's like the book um, apocalypse. <laughs> it's book apocalypse, Dan. Sorry, I. Yeah. Any, not I don't have one. I don't have one. Uh, you're not prepared. Is that what you're saying? I did not come to this podcast prepared. <laughs> well, that's fair. For we never come prepared. This particular topic. I don't. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm rushing to try and find if this one is. Oh yes, it is. Okay, uh, Leviathan Wakes. Oh yeah, which yeah. is the first yeah. book in the uh, Expanse series, which has been made into a great uh, show on sci-fi. Uh, but the book is also great. Yeah, and 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 then you don't have to watch the show like sitting there like in rat, you know, on your like couch. An animal. Yeah, yeah, you can be out doing things. You can mow the lawn. That's right. If you have a lawn, you can go get a lawn. You can mm-hmm. seed your you lawn. Plant you can do a lawn. Yeah, yeah, you can do the whole the whole nine yards. <laughs> You're rolling out the you sod. Can lay sod. Yeah. yeah. Lay sod and then wait several months for it to take. Mm-hmm. 
and then you can It's a long book. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good news. Just for listeners, Audible.com is offering a free 30-day trial membership. Go to audible.com slash rebound today to start your free trial. Again, show your support for The Rebound. That's us. You're listening to us right now. And get a free 30-day trial at audible.com slash rebound. And thanks so much to Audible for stamping out the book menace and supporting The Rebound. And I will just mention that Leviathan Wakes on Kindle nine ninety nine on Audible three ninety nine. Whoa, whoa, yeah, pretty. So that's a good deal. It's a deal indeed. Right. So we had uh, besides watching TV, we had some updates to the main pillars of the uh, of our Apple ecosystem. Uh, so first of all, Mac OS. So we had a, I think we had a bet going about the rebranding. I think I won we did. too. But did we have an actual bet? I, I I think I won this one. Except we're going to need the listeners to go back and find out yeah, when, someone, when that to, was and need, whether it we're happened. We need a judgment here because I think I made the lowercase Mac OS argument at some. I point. think I was with you. Yeah, I thought that's what they were. Well, gonna okay, do. Lexos is both a steak dinner. Let's say sounds let's good say. to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm happy to pay it, Dan. <laughs> Thanks, Lex. So I take that as a uh, that's a promissory note right there. Um, yes. So Mac, you know the Sierra Mac OS Sierra. So we're yeah. sticking with the California names. Yep, uh, I'm. I'm. That's pro- our mountain range in California. I have to explain. Somebody was angry because he's like Sierra means mountain. <laughs> well, in a language that many people don't speak, but yes, it is, and and those are our mountains. So they're zooming out from Yosemite, which is in the Sierras. Okay. Um, to just Sierra. They went the other That's direction because nice last they zoomed in from Yosemite to El, to El Capitan. Capitan. Now yeah. we zoomed out to Sierra. They right. should really think about some sort of pattern. They're, they're staying in the mountains, though, is the thing. Um, so big improvements in Sierra Siri, I guess, is kind of the the big tentpole announcement. I it's weird because they spend a lot of time on it, and yet I'm still not entirely clear what Siri or what Siri can do on the Mac, except for look for my files. Which I'm gonna be mm-hmm. honest, I don't do that much. <laughs> I, no, I kind of know where I put either. most of my stuff. I'm not sending documents to Cecilia every week and saying, oh, please send me all the documents I sent to Cecilia last week. And it's a very similar demo to the demo that they did for the spotlight features where mm-hmm. they did the kind right. of like natural language spotlight searches What like yep. last in, year in LCAP. Yeah. So it seems like they really want you to search for files um, <laughs> and put things in the notification center. It, that was interesting that you can like pin things in the notification it's center. It's like a little drawer where you can like drop stuff temporarily, yeah. which is clever. I mean, the drag and drop stuff there is is clever. I just I I was expecting. Why would I just copy and paste stuff? Though? I was expecting some ideas. I mean, I assume that if you say normal queries like, you know, what's the weather going to be like it today? It says it can do the weather. It says it can do the. I, I think the answer the sports is things. It and... does everything Siri already does on iOS. Files is something that is particular to the Mac. Right, so they so demoed it. That makes sense. But it's also, I feel like, yes, okay, I still work with files every day, but I feel like, you know, so much of iOS has been about getting away from files as a concept mm. um, that it seems weird to to spend so much time on, like, search for your files. It's, and it's like, honestly, I don't do that. I, maybe maybe more people yeah. are using that than, than I am aware of. And certainly... I feel like they're always talking about it in sort of a pseudo business sense of like, oh yeah, those files you're collaborating on with your friends, you know, or your coworkers. Send send your stuff over so you like find all the files that you sent to these people. It's like well, that doesn't really happen. I do my collaboration online somewhere. So that's what we do on the Mac, Dan. Is we move files around. <laughs> that's what the Mac is. It's like being a paper pusher. It's a video game. It's a very slow video <laughs> game called so Finder. That's what my job was. <laughs> it's the worst simulation ever. <laughs> Just move files. Um, Can you find I'm not it? Making enough money. <laughs> Well, stuff that stuff that uh, stuff that didn't get brought up really in the keynote, um, new file system, like sort of beta. Yeah, for all devices, for all Apple devices. Wow, it's I, and it's coming next year, next year. So I guess in eleven iOS eleven, 11 slash macOS or whatever almost, it is. Well, something is. Did they say 11. a version number? No, they didn't. For macOS, okay, so it's just macOS Sierra as far as we it, know. Yeah, I mean the test version apparently says ten twelve, but it doesn't mean it doesn't it doesn't mean that but it will actually be. Name. They they could, yeah, it's not a marketing name, and it's entirely possible that they they could release it as twelve as twelve point or or eleven point if they wanted to. Um, but I guess we'll I guess we'll find out. But Sierra is the marketing name, so that's what they're gonna you know that's what they're They'll gonna hang their hat on that. But but yeah yeah yeah. Oh, it's um yeah. So I I think there's some interesting stuff in there but it doesn't the file system is interesting because it's been hfs is is like 
decades old. old. Well, it's and, HFS, yeah, plus. They didn't it, even redo HFS so much as just sort of like yeah, the Mac, polish it up. Mac OS extended, yeah. The HFS plus, I got, actually was in the briefing for that at Macworld. It was like my first couple of months at Macworld. So it was like January 98, I want to say. Um, it was it was a long time ago, you know, 17, 18 years ago that that uh, that HFS Plus existed, and we are still using it on all of the Apple devices. So, and as John Syracuse has said on many occasions on his own podcasts, there are lots of reasons why a modern file system, you know, should do a bunch of things that uh, HFS Plus just doesn't do. And, uh, you know, I looked forward to his analysis of it, but it looks like it will do more of those things that it's it's you know, it's modern. And I, I, I feel like this is Apple saying sort of like they did with when they came out with OS 10 yeah. and when they came out with iOS. It's sort of like them saying, look, these sort of things don't come on, come along very often. Right. And we want to do it right because this is going to be our foundation for like the next 20 years of yeah, file it's systems. It's a huge underpinning. And so, you know, having that be it makes it you go look at the stuff about the file system that's in the developer docs and it's like don't you can't boot off this you can't use it for a time machine drive you can't do this here don't trust this at do all do not taunt <laughs> happy fun ball it is well the fact that they're doing this for a year right it's like hey new file system we're gonna release it now in a beta nobody use it and in a year <laughs> once we magically have worked out all the bugs once we figure it, using it once we figure it out well people will use it but but they'll say we told you not to uh, but that's you know that's unprecedented, or at least it's ra- incredibly rare for them to say, "Here's a thing we're doing next year. We want you to look at it now because uh, we're working on it and we want to find all the bugs." But it's so important that they can't just release it and say, "Surprise, file system." Well, yeah, and the, the file system as a whole, both between the Apple file system and the um, uh, the iCloud drive slash optimized storage things clearly again files we're talking about files um that's what the mac's about dan i hate yeah moving files (laughs) well now your mac will move files for you so that's only a little bit terrifying that that bothered that that frightens me two things frighten me one one is the update that will it will require to change the um, and the other is snakes (laughs) okay three things (laughs) the idea that apple is gonna look at your um, files and say these are files that this person hasn't used in a while, so I'm going to mm-hmm. copy them up to iCloud and then delete them off of the drive. Yeah. What a yeah. bad idea! If, if iCloud, I mean, if iCloud and um, uh, Time Machine worked perfectly, I would not have a problem. However, mm, we are not. We don't live in that super world. far from perfectly, and I think that is not our reality. That must be Earth too. I, I have a lot of questions about this, including I'm, I'm going to assume that this is a this is toggleable. Like, oh sure, there's no way they're going to enforce this on everybody. No, it's, because people will freak. It, it's the hell literally out. the same yeah. fo- same terminology as in photos, mm. where there's the optimize keep everything storage, yeah. and there's optimize automatically manage storage space. Right, I, I think that's what they're going to do again, just like they did with photos. Well, but what's fascinating about that is when you have photos, even when you're optimizing storage space, you're storing a smaller version of those files, right? Right. And so, in just this for case, preview purposes, they'll right. store the metadata in this case, I and think, so the shadow files. I guess what's wacky about this is like if I'm on the road somewhere and like want to, you know, don't have an internet connection and want to look up a file, it's that's on my hard drive. That's no longer a thing that's like a concrete concept. I know. And that's terrifying. Like, yeah. especially as I was saying, Apple doesn't have the best record with reliability. We were talking this morning about the uh, Apple Music uh, fiasco a couple months ago, where someone accused Apple of, de- you know, deleting his music files, and it's going to be ten times worse when mm-hmm. it's somebody's like important document, right? Like, oh, I hadn't opened Grandpa's will in a while; <laughs> it was stored as a document <laughs> file. Yeah. Oh, I need it right now; it's gone. Where's Apple? There goes Grandpa <laughs> and his will. Uh, so I guess there's some. They're both in the cloud They're... now. <laughs> can you send it back I, down from the cloud because i could really use it yeah did you know that i kept did, waiting i thought maybe the other shoe that they were going to drop was was free storage yeah well that's the other question but if you're going to no. store all these files and you still only have five gigabytes of well free that, that's not going to work you're going to need to pay for storage clearly that's mm-hmm. part of their services revenue game that's a terrible so idea. So they add this feature, and it's going to mean people are going to be buying it's, more iCloud storage. We're one step away from a... Pre- Maybe they'll raise the limit I assume as a part so, of this. Because otherwise, we're one step away from a protection racket where they're like, we're nice yeah, files. Right. Yeah. Something would happen to them. <laughs> Did you see Federighi referred to... Um, he was his only stumble, and there were way worse stumbles on stage, but I was delighted when he referred to it as the iCloud. <laughs> that was great. 
It's like no, he's he's, he's going to be an old man one day, and he'll be like, Shaking his fist at the, the iCloud. Uh, speaking of the iCloud, <laughs> well, uh, one thing that didn't come up in in the keynote but came up in the State of the Union is uh, iCloudKit is no longer restricted to Mac App Store apps. Yeah, it is now available to all apps. So. Boy, that's a shift in balance I of power. I feel isn't like it? that's the like yeah. throwing. They literally are just you know throwing the Mac App Store kind of under the bus to a certain extent, which is okay because the Mac App Store is really not done well. If you're only using the Mac App Store in order to get access to iCloud, that's like a terrible reason to do it, right? It is, but it's it's a thing that people expect, right? Yeah. And so like having that as a more rather the prioritizing services and integration with services over we need to make our money from the mac app store and make sure everybody's yeah. going to the mac app store is a quite big policy shift it is i think and it's smart it's totally the right one though yeah. right it's like which would you rather have more apps in the mac app store or everybody using icloud everywhere i know what i would choose and they chose it it's it's the right thing to do yeah so it makes me wonder if they'll loosen other restrictions along the way this seems to be the question with the mac app store and I'm interested what you got, how you guys think this is going to play out. Because it seems to me the question is uh, kill or, uh, or transform. Like, do they say, basically, look, Mac App Store, we're going to keep it on life support, but it's just not going to be much of anything. Or do they turn it into, like, the Mac download store where kind of anything that's from a certified developer just goes in there and uh, it becomes an easy way to sell and update software rather than this special curated, uh, sandboxed, can't run an installer kind of experience that they currently have? Which one happens here? I think transform makes more sense. Yeah, I, I would probably lean towards transform. I, I don't feel like they'll kill it outright because it's it's almost too much of an admission of failure. And right. so transforming it into a, like, let's bring the benefits of what's good about it. Like you're saying, updates. You know, that's great. Centralized, that's great. We but, take 30% because you get to be in this awesome store where everything is. Instead of we take 30% and you have to break your apps in order to fit them in here. Right, exactly. So it's more of a directory yeah. than a store at that well, it's, point. Yeah, it's like Accelerate back in the day or something like that, Mac right? It's, whatever, yeah, it's just yeah. a place to sell software. Yeah, I think that makes a lot more sense. I don't know if... I think the sandboxing is going to be the big question because right. there's a lot of sense in sandboxing from a security perspective. But... It also, like you said, it breaks a lot of apps and and apps that are, we're st you know, we haven't all just been like, oh, well, I guess we'll stop using those apps. That yeah. didn't yeah. happen. Well, it's not just that it breaks them. I mean, it, it doesn't let you do certain things. Right. It, cripples, it makes it certain them, things yeah. impossible. Exactly. And and that's why you want some of these apps, because they do these things that are kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah. I agree. And, and it's the Mac, right? And that's the problem fundamentally they had is they... They briefly went down this road of like, we're going to try to bring a lot of the iOS stuff to the Mac. And yeah. I think about two or three years ago, they realized this is a bad idea. This is not, the Mac is not iOS. The Mac has a long history. We want to embrace this as what it is, as the platform that it, it has yeah. been. And they, they did sort of a reverse course, probably mostly post post steve i feel like i think that's or a, certainly post scott forstall right post scott forstall so mm -hmm. that's a big change I mean, and i think it's a good one why what why did it go from mac os 10 to os 10 at one point mm -hmm. i feel like i feel like the idea there was that os 10 was going to be a thing they held their ha they hung their hat on and it was like no really it's ios mac os isn't going to go anywhere else os 10 isn't going to go anywhere else and that that was part of a series of of decisions they made that was like what are you doing with the mac is the mac like not in the name of the product anymore for a reason the of the operating system and are you at just turning it into something that looks more and more like ios or is it going to be its own thing and the last couple of years they have firmly said it's going to be its own thing and we want it to feel like it's part of our family of products but not turn the mac into something it's not which is you know the mac needs to be what it needs to be which is a file management app <laughs> apparently <laughs> the mac is all about files <laughs> Nail files, <laughs> filing. Excuse me, I gotta go search for some files on my Mac now. I'll be right back. You can do it from across the room now. Thank God for that. Well, next, you know, in All a right. couple months. Hey Mac, show me some podcast files that Dan Warren <laughs> sent me on Thursday. Great. Now you have now you have a bunch of raw files. Yeah. That, okay. I'm Yay sure. files. Well, Yay, I, files. that's just the, it's a game I, I play. Find the files. <laughs> Yay files is a game I play. Yay files. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, I'm a Mac user. Let's talk about iOS just because I think it's the biggest one, and they saved it for last, and it was probably about half of that presentation. Uh, so stickers, yes or no? 
I like that I can make a stickers app. Like that's mm-hmm. I watched the State of the Union where they showed you how to do it. It's literally drag like, them in. create an Xcode project, drag your stickers in, you're done. <laughs> and it's like I had this conversation with Craig Hockenberry where we were sort of talking about like what how is this going to work exactly? And the answer is, well, let's be honest, the the price floor for this is going to be about a dollar. Yeah. Uh, which kind of sure. sucks because getting good art is expensive. So either you got to really be able to make it up on volume, which is going to be a problem because anyone can make a sticker app and then you will have thousands of sticker apps. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess this is good for Apple and people who like stickers, but it's definitely not great for anybody who wants to make any money off of it. In a certain extent, you're better off making a free sticker app that somehow entices people to buy another app of yours or something. Yeah, or extends your brand, right? Well, this is great for people like they showed Star Wars stickers. You know, this is great for brands that have free assets, essentially, where it's just marketing. Right. Yeah. Right. If you already have a bunch of stickers lying around, this is free money. I have a bunch of stickers, like, but they're actual physical stickers. <laughs> Not you. I don't, okay. <laughs> well, you get those, get, stick those stickers in your CD slot on your Mac. They'll turn into files. You have Do a you CD have a slot on your Mac? Manage your files. <laughs> well, no, I stick them in the can slot fax, for the fan. Can you fax them to yourself? <laughs> uh, yes. But messages is like, they, they spent a lot of time on messages. And I think for smart reasons, right? Like, they, they clearly are like, hey, there's a ton of messaging apps out there doing all this stuff and eating our lunch. Give me my lunch bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a bug, and there was a bug there. Um, in the demo, which I didn't quite understand. I guess they were waiting for a response. Yeah, I think it locked up. They were they yeah they, yeah. they got a freeze. Yeah, so they had to switch phones to the backup phone. Those guys were right. good. I thought they were funny. Uh, yeah, they they right. they vamped okay when they realized, oh crap, this broke. Yeah, it felt right. it right. felt sort of weird in that it felt like that was a demo one person could have done, and they stuck two people on stage. And I I was expecting them to be like texting each other, but instead it felt more like they were both yeah. texting off screen people. Yeah, that was a little strange. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they had a, they had decent chemistry. It's yeah, a two, we don't get a lot of two person presenting teams. You usually get the demo or the narrator, right? That's right. what you get. Bob Bob's yeah. gonna they play do that the with game. games yeah. a lot. Because they have some guy playing the game and then they have right. some guy talking about exactly. the game. Um, but the, uh, Messages is just sort of chock full of features. But, you know, a lot of these are, they're very cosmetic. Um, there's a lot of, you know, there's effects, there's bubble effects. It's fun things. Yeah, I mean, I think that the the emoji, the, like searching your words for emojis that are might work instead I did like that was my favorite bit. I think it was Craig who said like <laughs> children aren't going to understand the English language no. anymore. Craig's his old man was showing a little bit there, shaking his fist yeah. at the iCloud and saying <laughs> emojis. <laughs> well, well in, in iOS 11, they're going to have a translator that takes them back out. <laughs> oh my god, I, I kind of want like a Google Translate telephone game now, where you put in a bunch of emoji, it takes it back out, and you realize the sentence is incomprehensible. That would be really, funny. Would be really funny for. For our older users, that's actually really smart. I uh, basketball you with the heart of <laughs> of rolling eyes. Graduation gap. Uh, well, it, it's weird because they didn't. I know you complained, Jason, about the lack of search for emojis, and it's like they yeah. kind of tried to. It feels like they're trying to sidestep that, but at the same time, that seems really weird because, like, sometimes I want an emoji that's not. Am I just going to get to the end of a sentence, be like, I want an emoji, and then type like name of emoji yeah. I want? Yeah, flag of <laughs> Ireland. Yeah. I mean, and isn't isn't that kind of ironic? You know, I mean, emoji were kind of you know one of the reasons to have emoji was you could just dump an emoji in instead of typing a word out and now you're typing the word out and you can find the emoji because you've got so many emoji you can't find what you're looking for i mean i still have hope that maybe there's a uh, a feature maybe there's some other emoji related things that we haven't seen yet that make More. it easier to easier well they, like like you said they using slack has has shown me that having a way to like trigger an emoji autocomplete mode it would be a really good thing for them to do mm-hmm. and typing a word that you think is going to trigger the and then hit the emoji keyboard and do a that it's too many things right yeah. i i just want to be yeah, able to a... be zooming along and be like okay basketball boo and yeah. have it have it pop in there yeah i agree i think it seems like a, a switching to the keyboard seems like a necessary next step but I, I'm, our messages are going to be super crazy now too. So I, I'm, I don't know if I'm looking forward to that. We're going to be, we're gonna be the, the two things oh that the God. future will be are, are moving files <laughs> and um, typing messages. Uh, well, emoji. Uh, the number of confetti 
drops I'm going to get in my messages when this feature ships, I weep for it. <laughs> well, because, that first week is going to be pretty oh, rough. it's going to be bad. <laughs> it's going to be a nightmare. Uh, yeah. It's like your first week with the Apple well, Watch. Well, that's the thing. is, Do yeah. you think it'll, I wonder if it'll wear off, like Digital Touch, where we're like, aha, this is novelty. I feel like people message a lot. Like they said, yeah. messages is like the most used app. So, yeah. You know. Well, stickers and emoji, I think, are here to stay. I think some of that like full page stuff is not necessarily. Well, they have that tap back thing too, where it's kind of like the Slack uh, reaction, emoji reaction. Yeah. yeah. So I think that'll be interesting. All right, non emoji stuff. There was a whatever. Lot. Yeah, sorry, no, we don't really care about that. <laughs> Nobody cares. Yeah. Were there were there pretty pictures <laughs> in those? Emoji. No. Um, big focus on extensions in a lot of places. Maps. Um, Maps and messages and Siri and Siri. Yeah, so they opened up a lot of things, but and not the phone everything. too. Yeah, well, the phone thing is fascinating because I know a guy who worked at a company that did like basically, you're a young professional, you want a different number for like Google Voice style, you want a different number for your business, and he said one of the biggest problems was the crazy workaround they had to do to make it like rather than just getting a push notification, like your phone is ringing as a push notification, which is not doesn't feel right, right. Um, and so they actually ended up with a thing where it like dialed the actual phone, like it rang your phone. And then connected some, I don't know, it was super confusing. He said it was just really annoying that we couldn't just ring the thing. And so now having the ability to make everything look like a phone call actually makes a that probably helps VoIP people a lot. Yeah. I kind of feel like maybe the carriers aren't going to be thrilled about this, but mm. <laughs> oh, FaceTime <laughs> audio already that, works that way. Yeah, I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, I think they've lost yeah. that fight. Um, They're paying for data. Voicemail transcription. I guess if anybody is crazy and leaves you a voicemail. I used to use that with Google Voice, and yep. it was laughable. It was hilarious. It was like my mom was the only person. It was like a dog, and it's like <laughs> translated. It. Bark, 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 bark. Uh, yeah, I'm not convinced that'll be much better on this because it turns out a voice connections are crappy, and yeah. b computer people don't talk in a way that's easy for computers to understand. Um, I like the heck the hook in for the spam calls, but it, it sounded like they were really focused on China, China and I kind of want that for here because I get that I get PR cold calls all the time. And yeah. or I assume they are. I don't answer them. Right. <laughs> um, so what's the problem? It, I did stop calling me. Yeah. <laughs> is, there, is that a thing? Well, you, can, yeah. my phone you can you can block the numbers, but I guess in China, just, what happens is that is that numbers. they keep moving around, and so they they've created a, a spam call directory. Uh, I'm super psyched about the lock screen home screen improvements. I did not think. I I feel like I mentioned this uh, in a six colors wish list, and I felt like I was tilting at windmills. Um, because I kept saying like, "Hey, they'll do you know maybe this is the time," and they've never done you know like they really shied away from it. And we get a major redesign of notifications. We get actionable notifications. We get today widgets that have been moved, so the today view is no longer in notification center. It's now like off to the left. Um, I'm kind of really bullish on all of these things, but I'm kind of curious to see how they work. That's another extension thing too, where you've got actual like app interactivity that can happen inside the notification. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense, though. I mean, a lot of it is also opening up stuff that Apple could do with some of its. I feel like there so much of it. So much of it was based off of 3D Touch, though. <laughs> I was yeah. just sitting there going, "Great." I, I wonder just, how that just got the iPhone. I wonder SE. how that's going to work. If it's a long press, or... I think there's got to be another gesture there—a swipe or a, a or a press and hold that will do <laughs> <Jerks>. it. <laughs> or just iPhone SE yeah. users finally, are now we finally and went back iPad to the users. phone size that you like. Yeah. Oh, and iPad users well, too. Right? iPad users. Are I don't yeah, think right. get it, but it's going to be a while before we have an iPad with 3D Touch, I feel yeah. like, so that's going to need to... Definitely got the sense from Apple that iPad was not the focus of this release, which I was talking to some people about it, uh, and I feel okay about it as an iPad user, because I feel like maybe they've made a good decision here, which is you put the iPhone features in the milestone release, because the fact is the iPhone is the one that's going to come out first. They're going to announce it in September and ship it. The new iPhone is always the most important product of the year for Apple. You get that out the door. And then you do a like a dot release like iOS ten point one that comes out maybe in the you know in the fall in the in like November maybe around the time that new iPads come out mm -hmm. and that has some new iPad features in it yep. and that's better because they don't really need to roll those iPad features out uh, simultaneously with the iPhone features they could stagger them a little bit and I hope that is what is happening here they the only thing I remember that got mentioned at all was split view for Safari yeah that's about it. Uh, yeah, and which is cool. Well, and but... okay, but then then the and Swift the big thing Swift Playgrounds Swift also Playgrounds. runs on the on the iPad, but you know it's an app. Yeah. It's not like a OS feature. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, and runs on the iPad, which is nice because yeah. yeah. remember the iPad. Vaguely. I do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. What 
It's what my kid's going to be doing this summer. It's that thing that runs Swift Playgrounds. <laughs> I'm I'm glad for Swift Playgrounds because I feel like I learned at a childlike pace, so I get a chance really to to, to take a programming lesson. I just know I know what's going to happen is I'm going to get in and I'm going to go through like the first like you know ten lessons and then I'm going to run to the same wall that I run into every time I try to learn, learn how to program. There, yep. There's only eight lessons now though, and like you only have to add two lines of code to make your app. Okay, pretty so much seven. I'll get up to seven. That's what I was watching the State of the Union. It was funny. Almost everything was like, you just add two lines of code and you're done. And I'm like, and I was watching it with a bunch of developers who were like, those are both function calls to other things that don't look like they're your function calls. So, uh, yeah, what's all that doing in the background? Yeah, you had two lines of code, but that references another 40 lines of code that you added earlier. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you add two lines of code for every single feature, it adds up. So, it's a lot of lines of code. It's a lot of lines of code. It's like moving <laughs> files. I want that job. That'll be my programming job, the two line, two line guy. <laughs> all right. I call got, the functions. We, got, we need two lines here, right here. Jason, you're up. You boys write the functions. I'll call the functions. <laughs> Siri, find those function calls that I made. Uh, any other iOS 10 things that you guys were like, that's awesome, or just, I'm never going to use that. I, like oh, news. yeah, I mean, the, the photos thing was kind of cool. It's interesting to me because, as I think I remarked at the time, the it's weird because that used to be the kind of stuff you went back to your Mac for. It's like, oh, I'm going to assemble all my right. photos into a collage. And they kept trying, for years they were pushing that. Like, turn your photos into like a, a video. Mm -hmm. Turn, you know, create a presentation. And people did it and then people got tired of yeah. it. Yeah, it's kind of frustrating make work. Even like, unless you're really yeah. into that, it, it gets boring kind of fast. And so now like, right. you know what? Let's just let a computer do that instead. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you know, like printing newsletters and things like that from the '90s. You know, well, the, we're all we're all like learning page layout and all this stuff. And then. The power of the devices is really you can see how it's improved. That it used to be like you needed a Mac to do faces, and when they introduced faces on iPhoto, it was like serious crunching of data in order to get that to to analyze the faces and all that. And now they've moved that plus like other recognition things like. You know, that's a mountain. That's a boat, um, and and they've put You're that on all. A boat. Yeah, and it, this is the face on that boat, and they, they put it all on. It happens on the device now. I'm a little confused about some of it, like if you're in iCloud photo where it's managing your photos so not all your photos are on the device. How does it index that those photos if it doesn't have the full res version? I don't know quite and what happens there. Does it that if, download it and then index it and then delete it or something? Well, and someone pointed out if you have four different devices and it's doing all the work on the device, does each device have slightly well, different results? So the metadata, so here's the thing about, this exists today with uh, iCloud Photo Libraries, the metadata rides along. So like if your Mac today detects a face, the face metadata is attached to the photo. Um, and on your iPhone, you can search for that person and you will come up with those faces, even though the iPhone didn't match them because the, it, it was tagged. So I think that's the answer to that question is if you if, if one of your devices says, okay, here's some things we know about this. Yeah. It's in the mountains. It's, you know, it's these three faces and all of that. Well, that's in there then and it's searchable. And I, I'm guessing that a lot of it will happen on the phone because that's where you take your pictures, right? Like, so I'm thinking like, what right. if there was a conflict? I was like, no, it's not conflict because there's always going to be the where did the photo first appear and who first mm -hmm. processed it. It's going to be the first thing to process it, right? But how do you go back? It may be that to go back and process your library, they are going to have to do some downloading or something like that. Or it may just be like TechNote. You need to download your entire iCloud photo library in order to get in order to have it be indexed. Yeah. Like, all right. Pay us for more storage. Yeah. And that's right. Please, please go to iCloud.com. Upgrade your plan. Ten years from now, it's just Apple is going to be an iCloud storage company. Like, <laughs> files man we have all your well, memories i've been for years i've been trying to keep my mom from having to <laughs> having to pay for icloud storage and she keeps saying oh it says i need to back up and i've been like well delete this and then change this and then you'll be fine and and the last time she emailed me which was like last weekend i looked at it and i said yeah, it's like it's, it's like, like 12 dollars a, a year a or something now yeah it's 99 cents a month i'm like maybe she should just here here mom this will solve your anxiety and your emails to me. Twelve dollars yeah. a year. Shut up, Apple. It's just hush money to Apple. <laughs> just fine, fine. Well, we'll, and that's we'll the, get your iCloud. Fine. That's, that's the place where I feel like they should. It's really, it's really, it's a terrible protection racket because it's only getting them twelve dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it's like at that point, 
First one's free. Second one's ninety nine cents. Third yeah. one is yeah. is ten dollars a month. <laughs> like that scale makes no sense to me. Just eat the dollar a month. It's fine, guys. You've got twelve dollars a month. You make billions of dollars. Yeah. Well, that, that's that's what they need to do. Is they just need to change the levels. Again. Exactly. Yeah. Like, all right, there'll be a five dollar a month plan that's like a super ton of storage, and everyone yeah. gets like a decent amount for free that can handle at least like a device or yeah. two. Because when they last changed thought- the prices, they did this Weasley thing where they they took out the five hundred gig plan yeah. and they made it two hundred and then a terabyte. Yeah. And they, and it's, so it's like anybody who's in that in that hole, and I am. It's like I only have like 400 gigs of of storage, but I have to buy a terabyte now because they took the 500 gig plan away. Apple and its cloud. I thought um, Craig's funniest line was the was the one where he looked at the pictures and he's like, "Someone in marketing thought that this was a reasonable." Yeah, <laughs> this is what you I couldn't tell like, if that was him going off so script incongruous. or not. It's like, like yeah. show pictures of your family. Who are these people? <laughs> and he had another one about like stuff being like weird, this like strange amalgam of photos, like or something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because he said because the the sequence was. Uh, oh yeah, like that's the thing that you see when you when you turn on your camera is these beautiful yeah, young right, people. Right. And then he and then what he, he does is he does through. the swipe and it's like and these are all family pictures. Who are those other people, yeah. right? So it's like because because he and he's he, he called it. It's like how are these things related? Yeah. These are like little kids, but we've also got the twenty somethings at a beach party. I'm amused by that because I wonder if it was him going off script and yeah. just ad libbing. It kind of sounded like it. Yeah, or he oh, or he ad libbed in the in the rehearsal and, and everybody like, thought it was that. funny. <laughs> yeah, and except for that the marketing guy who picked out those right. photos, who was sitting in the front row, in that just, collection. just runs out crying. You know, no, <laughs> no, it's been all this time. You're ruining the iPhoto, the photos branding. This, you're ruining it, Craig. You're not my father. <laughs> it's not called the iCloud either. <laughs> and then, then Craig threw a camera slam. At him. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to move some files around. I can, yeah, it's good. Yeah, move files. Woo, Siri. Edit my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Totally work.